Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Wayne Maloney. Wayne, you are the co-author of the international award-winning sales novel, The Wentworth Prospect. We are going to talk about B2B sales, and I couldn't be more delighted because, Wayne, you and I both see so much bad advice out there. And in fact, I would argue that I think it's the predominant voice out there is incredibly harmful. It's a waste of money. It sells a lot of guru packages and stuff, but it is it is designed to fail. I know that personally, but I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you, Wayne, be the star of the show and talk about what does work in B2B sales. Yeah, well, I look forward to that, Josh. I, I think one of the things that's annoyed me for, for many, many years on, uh, on, on sales training, sales coaching, sales development, is that people are forgetting the basics. They're forgetting the things that have worked and been proven over many, many years. There's a lot of talk out there now about, uh, you know, if you, if you use this, if you, if you do that, uh, you're going to get a, a mega full pipeline, you're going to close more business, and... All you're really going to do is you're going to annoy a lot of people along the way. You know, I mean, I'm sure you've been hit with it as well. All of these uh, bot-generated invites on LinkedIn that just come through saying, oh, you know, I've just been viewing your profile and uh, nothing could be further from the truth. You dig a little bit deeper into it and there's absolutely no relevance to the invitation. And that's happening in sales too, as far as people going out there trying to prospect. One One of the things that happens with with anything in life, Josh, is the foundations have to be right. I mean, you're talking, you know, you live in Florida, I live down in Sydney in in, uh, in Australia, and if we build a house these days, we build it on a strong foundation. If we go back thousands of years, they're still building standing, and the reason they're standing is they're built on a strong foundation. The basics are the same, but how they build that foundation has changed. The technology's changed. And what we've got to do in B2B sales is we've got to master the, the basics and the, to build that strong foundation and then adopt and adapt the technology that's out there so that we do it more effectively and more efficiently. So you know, that's, what I, that's what I believe in the way we work out there at the moment. Yeah. All right. So, Wayne, I would love for you to give us what are some of those foundational basics that have worked in the past, they work today, and, you know, aside from all the shiny objects and stuff out there, this is tried and true, and experienced B2B sales professionals know this. What works? But the first thing, and it's been it's been poo-hard by a lot of people, is building strong relationships, um, relationships. 
<laughs> Could you imagine if 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 I say building strong relationships and then I insert a sound effect that's kind of like wah wah? I mean, yeah. How ridiculous is that? Absolutely. But if you have a look at some of the 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 uh, so-called gurus of sales out there these days, Josh, they've been saying that relationship selling's dead. Mm. What they mean is kowtowing to your prospect or your client is not the way to do it. But that's not relationship selling. Relationship selling is about building strong, trusted business for business, not just business to business, but business for business relationships so that you're working to help your client buy, not to sell to them, but to help them buy outcomes. And the only way you can do that is, again, that old metaphor, that old cliche in sales, People buy from people they know, like, trust, and respect. And you have to have a strong relationship to do that. And that's been overlooked so often these days because people are out there, they're, they're using what you know, that old term, social selling. And, and social selling is important, but it's just another way of building up a relationship by keeping people informed of what's happening out there. My friend Tony Hughes wrote a book called Combo Prospecting, and uh, he talks about the multiple forms of engaging with a client. He talks about using the phone, using email. I even go back as far, Josh, as using snail mail, and I still use it very effectively. I I, I copy things that I think are irrelevant to a client. I stick them in an envelope, put their address on it, and post them to them. And let me ask you, Josh, how many emails do you delete a day? But how many pieces of actual written correspondence come across your desk that you just throw in the bin? You open them. And they're the sorts of things that are important. I was mentoring a young guy who was a a very, very smart bloke in in IT, and he had a startup business. And he said to me, I'm sending emails, I'm leaving voicemails, but I just can't get through to the decision makers. And I said to him, send them a letter. And and he looked at me dumbfounded. <laughs> and and I, he said, you're serious? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Send them a letter. And he did that. And he put a little bit of information in there that was relevant to their business and how he could help them. And he closed four out of five uh, appointments. And those appointments led to business. And he yeah. came back to me and he said, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. So that's the first one. The second one, Josh, is planning. And again, you could insert that that sound effect in there as well because, you know, people say planning, bomb, bomb. <laughs> they don't plan. And they don't plan for calls. They don't plan for accounts. They don't plan for territories. They don't plan for periods of time. So they're two of the critical ones. Master the basics and make sure you get your planning in place. They're two of the best pieces of advice I can give anyone in sales these days. I wholeheartedly agree with you. And and I want to introduce this, right, is that I think that when some, you know, when new technologies came about, right, when, when Sales Navigator on LinkedIn was first a thing, it's new, it's novel, I believe it worked real well for a little bit. And then marketers flock to all great ideas until they ruin them. (laughs) And then they're no good for anybody uh, again. And the one thing that spammy, scammy marketers uh, just get itchy 
is about is is the stuff that you're talking about. So I feel like it's you know human to human, spending time, you know, investing into relationships, being authentic, you know, putting other people's needs first, and truly leading with enough generosity and openness that. A friendship is the natural outcome of that. And then doing business together is the natural outcome of those who you have a need that, that you can help. Not everyone's going to buy and that's okay. But if we'll take the time uh, to, to get to know those folks that are qualified, then, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I think we're in, I'm, 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 listen, I'm looking at you and I'm looking left and right here. And I'm thinking, I think we got a little good thing going. I, I'm kind of okay with all the amateurs keep doing, keep doing all that salesy spammy crap because you and I, meanwhile, are doing phenomenal business. Yeah. And there's a couple of things you mentioned there. You mentioned authenticity. That's absolutely critical because if you're not your authentic self, if you go in there with a written script that you're just, this is what I'm going to go through. These are the questions that I'm going to get to. Um, and it, it's someone else's. It doesn't work. I'm not a believer of scripts in sales. Because Agreed. scripts ruins authenticity. You have a, a, a set of objectives for a call, but you don't necessarily have a set, a set script because that could be someone else's. The other thing you mentioned is the sale is the, the, the basic outcome of building that relationship and that relationship of trust because you're delivering a better outcome. And that's one of the things that we talk about in the Wentworth Prospect. We talk about the fact that the selling is delivering the best outcome possible for the client. Now, that that outcome may not be what they thought they wanted, but it's what they need. And if you're doing your job as a salesperson and helping them move through that, that decision-making and that, that discovery process, the sale becomes just a confirmation of, of what you work through. It's not closing, yeah. if you like. You know, you're not, you don't have these closing questions that a lot of people in the past where they were looked at really just transactional selling, they were looking at how do I close, get onto the next deal? Whereas in true business to business selling, what we're looking at doing is building that relationship, not just now to win that business and deliver the best outcome now, but it's for the future and it's for the referrals. You know, we've spoken in the past, Josh, about how do people win business? Referrals is the best one. And the mm -hmm. only way you get referrals is by being genuine, being authentic, and delivering positive outcomes that will benefit the client. Yeah. On the side of lead gen uh, or, in, you know, just creating more opportunities for connection, what are some of your favorite best practices? Because I think we've, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was kind of bashing on, you know, sliding into DMs and cold email in a very fill-in-the-blank scripted kind of way, that's very cold and impersonal. Um, but some people might say, oh, don't I have to blast out to a thousand people to get one response? I can't possibly do all of that personally because I don't have enough time to, you know, send a personal email to a thousand people to get one. <laughs> Boy, is that the world's biggest softball for you. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And and people like that treat sales like a lottery. The more entries you've got, the more chance you've got of winning. Right. And you know, I don't look at it like that. If I'm going to go into a lottery, I pick the lottery that's got the least number of entries in it because that improves my chances yeah. of winning. So, you know, it's like buying a house. You get if you buy a house, you try and get the biggest discount you can at the front end because that means you've got to make less at the back end. So it's not about more, it's about better quality. 
Yep. So as far as your prospecting is concerned, it's a matter of first thing you've got to do, and so many people ignore this, you've really got to clearly define your ideal customer profile. Who is it that you're working with that you can really add value to? Who is it that you've got domain expertise that you can actually, again, add that value to the relationship? You can teach the client things about their business that they may not know or what's happening in their market. So that's the first one. So, you know, really narrow down who you're working with. And I, with my clients, the first thing I do is I look at their prospect base. I look at the process that they've got in place to qualify those prospects. And then I work through them to apply a really thorough, hit hard, hit early evaluation process. And in most of the clients I work with, I cut that down by at least 20%, quite often as far as 50%, because they've just thrown prospects in there that are tire kickers, they're suspects at best, they're not well qualified, and they're going to waste a lot of time. So that, that's the first thing I'm prospecting is more is less is more. Go for the quality, not for the quantity, and you will close more business that way. The other thing, yep. people don't understand trigger events well enough. And it's a matter of understanding your market and looking for things that are happening within your market. And this is an area where LinkedIn can be very powerful. Look for people that have changed position. Because if you've got a new sales leader or a new CEO or a new operations manager in a business, there's often chance there that they're going to change the way that business is operating. They've been bought in for a reason. And that's, an, that's a trigger event that will allow you to go in and actually get to understand what their objectives are in that area of the business. So there's a trigger event that will help you build that pipeline. That'll be suspects you're looking at building there, Josh. That won't necessarily be prospects, but it's starting to build that pipeline. The trigger event that we had in the Wentworth Prospect was we talked there with the person, Sue, in the book is selling security software. And the trigger event was a major bank that had a hacking event. Mm -hmm. And she was fortunate that she'd been presenting at a, uh, at a, at a uh, conference and she'd met one of the uh, players within, the, within the, uh, the bank. So she was then able to go in, meet that person, and start to understand. But the trigger was there'd been a hacking event. She'd had a relationship. She'd built up a really high profile online and was respected in the industry, and therefore she was able to engage. So, you know, they're, they're two of the things, Mark. Qualify hard, qualify early, and less is more. And the other is look for trigger events. They're some of the key things. And, of course, the referrals that we spoke about earlier, Josh, are, are so critical. Yeah. Um, talk about, because, I, boy, before we kind of wrap up here, I, I want to make sure that, um, you know, for someone who's looking for the content that's included in the book, The Wentworth yeah. Prospect, who is this book for and what is the transformation that will happen as they read? And, and apply. <laughs> yeah, no, that, look, that's a great question. Um, the book talks about closing complex B2B sales. So it takes people through um, a sales process, advance, what we call advance, and that's engage, discover and disrupt, value proposal, authentication, negotiation, commitment, and enactment. So they're the process that we work through. So it's for 
people new to sailing in B2B that are looking at closing complex opportunities. It's also very, very effective for people that are in the top end of small businesses that are responsible for generating revenue, but don't necessarily have a sales background. So how do we go about this? How do I go and add value uh, to the clients that I, or the prospects that I'm working with? The reason we wrote it as a novel, and that was, you know, pardon the pun, but that was a very novel approach that we took. Um, the reason we did that, Josh, is because it allows us to show the interaction of people and personalities and the politics that happens within an organization as yourself. One of the things that happens these days is people still look at sales as a linear process and sales is anything but a linear process, especially in larger organizations, because there's more and more people involved in the decision-making process. There's people that will be for you. There'll be people that's against you. There'll be people that will try and undermine your opportunity you need to understand how to do that. So the book shows the personalities. We've actually put together a set of cards there, Josh, that we talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, we talk about uh, the change agents and we talk about the advocates, the people that are, you know, break them into two parts. And you need to get to the change agents. They're the people that can actually got the personality and the power to make something happen. And you need to find a champion within those change agents. So we cover a whole perspective perspective and what we've done is not just written it as a novel but behind the book josh on our website we've got a whole series of um training if you like of mm. how sue as she works through this applies the advanced process so we're teaching people but we're doing it through the novel which is a great read and then behind that when you want to dig deeper into the technical side of it we've got that on the website for people yeah I, for someone, it's just, it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. What, what, how do I get to that? Because <laughs> they know that they need help. Yeah, okay. Well, we've got QR codes throughout the book. And okay, great. Section as they go through the book. So if they purchase the book, whether they buy it uh, as a print book, an e-book, or an audio book, uh, there's QR codes in the print book and the e-book, which they can just scan and it'll take them to the relevant section on the website. Within the, within the audio book, we give them a link that they can just type into their browser and it'll take them mm -hmm. through. So it's well connected together so that they can actually get that training. And we provide on there also uh, an assessment tool. So salespeople can go in and can assess where they're at when they start reading the book and start doing the training. And then after that, do that assessment again, say six months further down and just see how they've improved their knowledge and where they need extra help. Yeah, fantastic! And thank you, by the way, for producing audiobook. I, I'm an, I, I, boy, I tell you, I read mm, a small handful of of books in a year, but boy, golly, I I go through at least two audiobooks every single month. So thank you yeah. so much for uh, making the you know kind of do, doing all that extra work to get to get an audiobook put together for folks like me. All right, so for folks like our listener, you're going to want to go to. WayneMaloney.com and uh, you spell Maloney, M-O-L-O-N-E-Y. If you're listening to the podcast, you just click on the little I symbol or information or show notes or whatever, click on that. And that should, we've got a link directly into Wayne's website. And again, where you can get uh, the Wentworth Prospect as well. Wayne Maloney, this has been a wonderful conversation. Uh, you know, again, I, two guys kind of, 
geeking out on what we know is right, what we know is wrong. And let's just uh, let's just keep saving the world here from from bad practices. Gosh, we could have a half a dozen calls like this and still not cover it all. We've really just scratched the surface. But scratching the surface, if that makes people start to understand and, and focus on the foundations of B2B selling, we're all going to be better off. That's for sure. Wayne Maloney, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re- you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.